Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Let's get it started right now. Welcome back, people of the world. We are here with another collaboration with Mental Warfare and the Release Valve. I am your co-host, Kyle Spain, and this is my man, Sean Hanlon from the Release Valve. And we have a special we have a special guest today. Who we got on the show today, Sean? Yeah, yeah, we got uh, we got Newark royalty in the house tonight. You know, we got uh, big <laughs> guests. We've been looking forward to it. You know. Um, our guest tonight, you know, he's a husband, he's a father, he's uh, a pastor, leadership coach, marriage counselor, uh, grief counselor, and a community organizer. This guy's uh, doing it all, man, and um, we're very lucky and privileged to have him here. So I want to uh, welcome Barry Tamani to the show. Thank welcome, you, man. Barry. Man, thank y'all. That, like, I don't get that introduction often, you know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes it's just due process, but like, yeah, man, it's an, it's an honor to be here, share space with you guys. Uh, when Justin hit me up, you know, uh, on your episode seven, and then I clicked on the link and I saw the title of the heart valve, uh, man, I, I, I'm huge on the heart, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and the understanding of, you know, what you put in is what you project. To this world right absolutely and uh it was crazy because um i got the call or you guys reached out and the day after my wife's uncle had a massive heart attack and I, i've never it's, it was called the widow maker's heart attack and okay, so it was right. like an interesting like coincidence that this podcast called the heart valve is hitting me up at the same time I'm, you know, because anytime something like that happens medically with anybody that I know, I try to like do my research and started mm. to learn about the four main arteries of the heart. Yeah. And then uh, I was just like, man, it's not coincidence, you know, and started learning about, you know, how we clear those valves. They had to do uh, uh, triple bypass surgery to clear the valves. And so bringing that energy to uh, this invitation to, to talk about, you know, the pressures of life. It's, it's really cool to be sharing space with you guys. So it's not coincidence, you know? So thank you. Hey, for man, I just, uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear about what you're going through. And again, we appreciate you coming on and being able to share space with you, being able to learn from you, being able to hear about what you're going through. And uh, I just got chills, man. I, I just got chills. Just, I didn't want to say that. I had little goosebumps <laughs> when he was just, talking. I was like, oh, and, shit. Uh, anytime that I get chills, uh, you know, I'm, I'm already nowhere in the, in the in great presence of, of somebody and uh the what, what you just said is just of, of clean, him having to clean out the clean out the valves man uh i kind of i kind of relate that to you know like our filter system right mm -hmm. you know we have to go Come through on. life on every day we have to go through yep. these battles and it's not easy right you know we're not happy on a daily and right. you know when the enemy's when the enemy is attacking us you know yeah we got the we have to, there's a lot that we have to filter and you know those right. filters get clogged up right you know yep. what I'm saying, and and the release the, the release valve is important for for healing and growth, man. And so already, when mm. you said that, I just it gave me chills, and it was like an a immediate connection. And yeah. again, uh, you know, thank you, thank you for coming on and uh, and sharing that with us. Yeah, Theo Bethel um, is doing good. He's doing good, man. He sent us a word. picture. He had uh, his surgery, and the ne very next day, he sent the family a picture. Um, so he's doing good. He's in recovery. He's he's got the tubes out. So it's kind of crazy uh, learning about how the 
you know, triple bypass surgery surgery is kind of common, but the turnaround for recovery is is, is quicker than it used to be. So he's doing good. Okay. So thank you guys awesome. for your concern. Awesome. Well, okay, man. Well, why don't you, uh, you know, give us a little bit of background about yourself, you know, give us a little bit of your childhood, you know, how you grew up and you know, what, what led you to be a pastor and where you're at today. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, you know, for me, uh, I was born in Rebel City, California. And then, um, you know, my dad, he became a pastor in 85. And so I grew up, you know, in Rebel City where all my uncles were gangbangers and while my dad was in this new position of leadership in the church, he thought about us. You know, we were all, you know, uh, it was my older brother, Isaiah, you know, uh, that you know, and then uh, me and then my younger brother. So my dad was intentional about making sure that we grew up in an environment that was safe, you know. Um, and so after the 89 earthquake, we moved from Redwood City to Newark. And that's, that's, what we, that's where we started our upbringing. So I was in kindergarten. And so uh, growing up in Newark, uh, grew up in Newark all my life, went to Snow Elementary, uh, Newark Junior High, graduated in 2001 from Newark Memorial. Um, I saw no Justin. I saw no, um, you know, many people from that city. But it's, uh, you know, for me, you know, it wasn't until we had to move back because we got evicted from our house um, in Newark and we had to move back to Redwood city, the place my dad wanted to keep us from. Hmm. And it wasn't by choice. And so uh, my junior year, we were back in Redwood city and Isaiah was a senior. My oldest was a senior. So he was commuting my brother and I to school every morning, but we were in the proximity of the, you know, all my uncles and them that were just up to no good. Um, and eventually, you know, coming back to Redwood City on a Friday night, you know, and they're a block away, you're a teenager, you're curious. I just started to immerse myself into that gang life. And it was, you know, it started off as just being around my, my cousins, my uncles. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when the sun comes down, it was just a different lifestyle, you know, mm -hmm. and when you're, when you're constantly, and as a kid, you kind of glorified that. You know, we yeah. knew about the stories. We knew about the crazy uncles and all the things they did. But, um, you know, when, when, you, when you get older and now you're exposed to that and you're kind of old enough to, you know, kind of play around in that playground, um, it, it definitely was an eye-opener of just the evil in this world. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Not, just, not just, you know, from, from my close ones, but just, like, it's, it's out there when you – when you step into that world, you know? Yeah. And so um, being a pastor was never on my radar. You know, I grew up in church. My dad was a pastor and, uh, you know, he, he, he raised us in church. We went to church religiously, literally twice on Sundays, every Wednesday, Fridays, youth groups, and then Saturday mm -hmm. morning prayer. So, you know, we prayed when we woke up, we prayed when we got in the car, we prayed when we got home, before we went to bed, we, we did our devotionals. So I was saturated in faith, yeah. right? That was a deep part of my roots. But as I turned 18 and we're living in Redwood City, I was kind of like, man, I'm, I'm done with this. You know, I'm like, mm. it was definitely, you know, my perspective of it is like it was kind of force fed. Yeah. Um, there was definitely some, you know, 
intentional things that my parents did for us that that really was you know was good you know moral you know kind of standards that that we were just surrounded by my parents were amazing Hmm. um but there was definitely some legalism in our upbringing that you know uh that i wrestled with with as i got older you know Mm -hmm. so there was a lot of you know there was a, a misunderstanding of god's grace because of the way yeah. that I was, the way that I was disciplined when I messed up. Mm. So every time I messed up, there was just like you know, iron fist that came down that that taught me a misconception of what grace truly was. And uh-huh. nothing against nothing against my parents, they were doing the best that they could. But I I I I turned eighteen and I just I I rebelled just full mm. on. Just you know, I, I just started hanging out with my uncles and them. Just start selling drugs, and it did. It it didn't happen uh, slowly. It happened quickly, you know. Yeah. And so and I had to prove myself. You know what I mean? Because it, it was funny because I was from Newark and everybody was was from Redwood City, so that their nickname for me was a Square Bear from Newark. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh wow. So, so but but mind you, you know, as a kid who has a lot of built up like anger that nobody yeah. else knew um that was an outlet that i saw you know words of, of trying to humiliate me was like an open door for me to prove yeah, myself an opportunity you know? for you to yeah. show yourself yeah it's like all right if that's if that's how you feel then then yeah. I, I, I better i better show that you know that that's not who i am yep. and so i started i had a violent ba- uh well i was very violent because um I was abused when I was a kid, mm-hmm. you know, full transparency. We're going to let my heart out right now, you know? Yeah, Absolutely. Please do. And we appreciate it. So, and so, yeah, you know, you know, at the age of five, I was sexually abused. And this was trauma that as a kid, you don't know, you don't know how to deal with this stuff. You know, you're so yeah. young, you're, you're wondering, you know, what is this and why is it yeah. happening? You don't um, exactly know that it's wrong either. No, nah, right. you're, right. you're, but you're it innocent. just feels wrong. Right. Yeah. Feels right. wrong, so, but you don't yeah. know. If they're doing it, then it must be okay because this is an adult and I trust this person. Exactly. You know, and then so when not when my teen years teenage years came around, it 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 was the the, the realization that hold up, this is so wrong. Yeah. But then now now I'm so deep into it that it was like, but you know, I'm I guess I'm already kind of adapted to this this mm-hmm. behavior and this treatment that maybe maybe I'm what's wrong. And so mm-hmm. that that made me deal with a lot of inner demons of like, is this my fault? Because I'm feeling this and you know that like it was just so much confusion around, you know, why it happened and how long it happened and how much I didn't do anything about it on my end. And then turned into anger towards my parents because I didn't feel like they were protecting me. Bitter um, and resentment. Yeah, it's a lot of bitter resentment. And so by the time 18 came, it was like, man, F this, you know, yeah. I'm going to just do me. And and so I had a lot of anger that was stemmed from that, that nobody else knew about, that mm-hmm. uh, kind of turned me into somebody I, I didn't I didn't like, you know. Mm-hmm, and um, mm-hmm. it, it really took me to a dark place. And that's how I, I caught my first case. And... Um, and, and two thousand it was right when I graduated, a year after I graduated, I caught my first case. I had seven felony counts, I was looking at two years, and 
that's where, um, you know, life was like rock bottom for me. Um, but but as, as soon as I was locked up, I'm looking at these charges. I, I'm kind of faced with, okay, like, I don't know what to do. And, I, and I'm stuck, you know, there's, I'm, I'm hitting the fork in the road. But I did the one thing I was taught to do ever since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It was pray. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was in jail. I literally was in there for about a month. And then I just got on my knees and I, and I just asked God a simple prayer, right? I, mind you, I, I prayed all my life, but it was yeah. always re- re- repetitive. Yeah. And it, and and there's it was a di- always something. Yeah. Yeah. There's a difference. Because was, I was told to do it. This is what you do because, it, it, you know. Yeah, you did it out of your heart. Right. Yeah, I was like, God it was spoke. simple yeah. too. It was yeah. simple. It was literally like, if you're real, tell me. If you're real, show me. And I was yeah. so like honest about it you know mm. and, I, and a little upset because i was like i grew up knowing about who you are and it doesn't i don't know you know if it, if it even any of it's even true but if you're real yeah. show me. and that's yeah. and that's the and that's the difference you know when you grow up in the church you learn about him but you're not really aware about him mm. until you're woke right until yep. you you really understand okay you really feel like he's here so, so that's right. Exactly. Yeah. So I, uh, I, you know, I, I got on my knees. I prayed. Right. And it was crazy. The very next day, you know, guys pushing, you know, a cart of books and all the books are stacked vertically. But the only book was the Bible on top. <laughs> I, I'm like, just this is probably like a scheme to convict all these sinners on this in this top tier. You know, it's like yeah. just the Bible. Right. And I'm just like. And, and something just gravitated because that was the only book I knew, yeah. right? And the, the title's on top. And I just asked, you know, dude to just slide me the book under the door. And the first page I opened to was Psalm 23, The Lord is My Shepherd. Yeah. And uh, it, uh, <laughs> man, uh, yeah. I got that tatted on my side because, you know, that was that first time I felt uh God's connection. Yeah. Um, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Um, and, and the verse goes on, but the, the one that, that like punched me in my throat was, yea, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I fear no evil. Because I, mm-hmm. I was locked up with some people I had beef with. Yeah. And so there was like, a, I was scared to go out my cell yeah. and I was dealing with fear. And once, I, once I read that, once I you read felt, that, yeah, I felt it. I was like, yeah, yeah you knew, he, you, knew he, you you knew that he had your back. Yeah, so I was not gonna let fear dictate, you know, the way I operated in there and how I, you know, moved around. And so I was like, all right, if you're saying you're gonna protect me, I'm gonna walk out these doors, and that's gonna happen, you know. And so literally went down and sat down and just watched TV and like like a like Daniel in the lions den, you know, nobody touched me. You know, yeah. and so I can't even explain that to this day. But, um, you know, and then it got to the point where I started reading my Bible. I was starting to really immerse myself in scripture. And then everything that I was learning that I learned as a kid was coming back. Mind <laughs> you, yes. Mind you, I've, I've, I'm saturated in this. But now yeah. there's receptive. There's an open yeah. heart. There's so, understanding. Yeah, bro. And I've never felt more free in my life. But I'm but I'm locked up, so it went from wanting to go home to being excited to be locked up. 
because of what I was discovering and what I was mm-hmm. learning and the, the mm-hmm. revelations. And I started to really appreciate that this was for me, not, yeah. not against not, me. Not, not to you. It wasn't happening not, to you. It was no, happening it wasn't for ha- you. Right. So I was really starting to humble myself for like, okay, so you're answering this prayer and I'm really starting to feel your presence. I'm really starting to feel free um, and peace, right? I'm no longer like scared. Uh, I'm no longer, you know, uh, you know, feeling anxiety for not knowing what, what my fate is, you know, um, you know, because of my sentencing, I started to really just, just be content with where I was at, but just experience true freedom. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I said, um, you know, I was, my, my family was visiting me. I'm, I'm expressing to them this whole process. And then I said, you know what, I'm a, I'm a ask, I'm a, I'm gonna ask one more favor. Yeah. You know? So I just said, I said, God, if you're real, I mean, um, I said, you know, I appreciate you revealing yourself to me, but could you let me know when I'm going home? It just, it's just like that. Right. So mind you, as soon as I prayed that prayer, I'm, I'm kind of looking out my window, looking for, you know, (laughs) I'm like, yeah, May 30th is coming. I'm looking for the number 30 on these cars. You know what I mean? (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like searching for answers. I'm desperate, man. I'm like, speak to me. Just, just send an angel to tell me. And, and then I got to this this point of like, all right, if if he really wants me to know, then he'll tell me. But you know, I gotta I gotta be content with yeah. you know how he does that and how he reveals. So I just stopped looking, right? Yeah. Well, June fourth is my day of sentencing. Mind you, this was a prayer I asked, but I have court at at uh, at three p.m. and so. Um, that morning we get out for chow and nine, uh, at 9 a.m. I come out and watching TV and, you know, everyone's watching uh, MTV because, you know, the music is just, yeah. everyone's trying to just release, you know, any kind of thoughts of being like this. So every, every time, you know, we're out in rec time, we're watching MTV just to get some music in us, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, Jay-Z just released his song, Song Cry, right? Song yeah. Cry. Look, look this up. Okay. So the, the 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 video comes up, and in the beginning of the video, the the date is June 4, 20, uh, 2002. So the video must have just released. Now I'm still waking up groggy. I'm I'm like this, looking at the TV, and that morning was June fourth, two thousand two, and that was the day of my court date. And then I'm just staring at the TV, and then and then he goes back into time. I think it was June 4th, 1985. And that year popped out to me because there was a lot of uh, things that happened to my dad during those years uh, in ministry that he would always talk about. And so I like jumped up out of my seat. And by this time I was I was locked up with uh, Danny who's from San Mateo. I run into the cell. I'm like, bro, I didn't tell him what I saw, right? But I was like, I'm going home today. He's like, huh? He's like, bro, I'm going home today. He's like, bro, like, like I can't even explain it. So mind you, I get ready for court. Um, court is at three. The, my, my public defender comes up and, you know, he's got this sad look on his face and he's like, how you doing? Um, you know, are you okay? I'm like, I'm good, man. I'm going home today. <laughs> he's looking at me like, <laughs> he's literally looking at me like, hey, I would, I would chill, man. I don't mean to get your hopes up, but it's not looking too good for you, you know? So I, I want you to walk in there, just 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 understand the reality that you may face, you know, the maximum sentence. 
And I, and I was like, nah, man, trust me, I'm going home today. I come out and I have my mom in the courtroom. The judge comes out, he reads my charges. He says, Barry Taimani, uh, you know, you get charged with gang enhancement, attempt to receive stolen property. Uh, you are getting released today. All the other four charges drop, getting released today at 5 p.m. Time served. Say less, yo. Hey, Don't yo, God is too real, bro. Let him know, Barry. Let, let him know that he's real, man. Bro, that is wild. Th- there is, there was just like this, this shock that that like went through the courtroom for my mom because she, we already talked about you know what I possibly looking at, but my like my lawyer looked looked like a deer in headlights, bro. Like like he saw a ghost. <laughs> Yeah. And when he when he walked out, it was what he said after that that shifted my approach. Like th- this lawyer didn't know that he was gonna say some words that was gonna really trigger um, some some huge momentum in my my journey. He came out, and I don't know if he was a believer. He looked at me in my eyes. He said, "How did you know? In all the years that I've been doing this, I've never seen anybody walk into a courtroom with so much confidence, knowing their fate." And what yeah. was going to be delivered. And I said, I started crying. And I just said, look, man, I prayed and God answered. He told me the day, the year, the month. And um, I'm going home today. And he looked at me. He goes, well, I don't know. Whatever you pray to, don't ever stop. And then that was like. That's the, heavy. The stamp of like, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that was like God using him to really like yeah. affirm like, hey. Yeah. Like, like me answering your prayer. It's, it's not just to release you from this situation, but this is about relationship. So don't stop pursuing me. Don't stop. Don't, don't, don't ever forget me. Don't just come to me when you're going through it. Just know yeah. that I'm going to be with you. So like, man, and I get what, out. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So being uh, a pastor was, was a, that journey was, was a segue into, um, it's, it's a loaded question. Sorry guys. No, you know, keep it going. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> keep, hey, you uh, got my juices flowing, man. I love talking about God and people's stories and their yeah. testimonies, man. It's just another another way to you know to to reel them in, right? To get to to com- to connect with God's people, man. Because this because this is it, man. He's really it's real. It's a spiritual world, man. And uh, a lot of people don't understand how real He is. You know, they only come to Him when they are in in danger or hurt fear in that and so on. but he does so much more on the other end of that and people are not aware of that mm. if people mm. just just take the chance to get a relationship with him then like it just you know there's peace there's there's safety there's you know fearless there's less anxiety and it's and it's immediate too right when you're rocking with him man you know what i'm saying and uh i have to i have to i have to tell my story with, about what my my Please. first encounter with god Please. And it was a few years ago. So I've always been uh, a surface level believer. Right? It wasn't until uh, 2019 uh, when I really started a relationship because I was I wasn't I didn't feel worthy enough to have a relationship with him. So I didn't you know, take that extra step to, you know, to get into the Bible and to seek a relationship with him because I was just still uh, too much of a sinner. Right. We're all still sinners, but mm-hmm. I just felt unworthy of having a relationship. And uh, I had a bad game one day, and then we had just got a, uh, a new a new recruit in. Um, his name is uh, Springs, Akeem Springs, right? And you know he's 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 kind of street, you know what I'm saying? And 
and he showed some examples of you know everyone battling through some inner demons and so man i had a bad game one day and uh like i'm just like I mean, it was a couple of bad games and i'm just like yo god like you know what do i need to do right and so that night after the game uh my man akeem springs he was supposed to go kick it with my teammates right but he couldn't find them he ended up coming over to the house right and we started chopping it up and stuff like that and i had a, i had a cup of tequila in my hand and my 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 uh my tequila cup got knocked over right and he's like you know that happened for a reason right and i was like okay well like what you know you know that was, you know that was god's way right and then i was like indulge me you know what i'm saying let me know what's going on and so he's like everything happens for a reason like this was god you know what i'm saying what's your relationship like with him and we just had a whole conversation with that night and he was just like just pointing out all of these 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 signs and examples of of how everything is connected and how there's no coincidence the fact that he was supposed to go hang out with my teammates and they weren't there and i was at the house myself he ended up coming over and knocked my drink over and he's like you know that happened for a reason and you know what i was like you know what he's like I'm a, he, he brought me to the uh to the uh the idea of journaling right and so i started journaling and i started i talked to god right yes that's when i really started talking to him and what i asked for we had a big game coming up we had a huge game coming up it was a uh it was the sister or it was a rivalry it was the, the mm -hmm. local rivalry they hadn't been beat in a long time bro they, they hadn't beat them in six years right mm -hmm. night before i prayed i prayed to him i said in the message i said god all i want to do is help my team win bro why did I hit the two the neck the two free throws to win the game that next day? Come on, man. <laughs> the two free throws to hit the like, ever since then, I'm like, God is too real. And there's been there's been multiple, multiple yeah. situations to where he's just you prayer and he, prayer and he answers. Prayer and he answers. Yeah. I got plenty of answers today, you know, going through my motions and stuff like that. I was almost a little reluctant to get on here, but you know, when I hear about people that are with God, I already knew mm. there was going to be a fantastic conversation. And here we are, man, yeah. just blessed to, blessed to be in this space right now. And so, uh, so yeah, man, uh, uh, God is great. Uh, but continue on, what, man. No, well, you, what you said, bro, it, you know, it's realizing, you know, one of my favorite uh, Bible verses, this is one that my dad had on his, uh, on his truck, Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Yeah. And so when we're tapping into that, you know, to that realm, that energy, acknowledging God, right. When we're really acknowledging who he is, like, don't be surprised when things start, start happening. Yeah. But that's not, to, that's not to say that there's, there's bad things that, that, that will, will not happen. Right. But there is just more attention to, to the things that you're talking with God about. And so there's this uh, awareness. And so when you, when you step on the court, you're, you're thinking about the conversation you just had, but you're operating from the faith that you know that he's with you in that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it becomes like all things work together. And yeah. so that cup that dropped, right? All things work together. Yeah. Right? That conversation, those guys that weren't there, those things work together for that yeah. for that game ceiling two-point <laughs> shot. You know what I mean? Free Yo, throw. preach. <laughs> preach, Barry. Come Let them know, man. man. That's, 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 <laughs> preach. That's good. Yeah, man, and and that's and that's also not that this is my calling, man. And and this and this, having this conversation has just got me. Uh, God has been he's he's been flooding me with response and feedback today, and this is just he's just affirming and reassuring and solidifying, 
and like this this is it right here like this this is this is confirming for me that that i'm on the right path and uh you know what would you say about those bad things um no the enemy is always attacking right especially when you get closer to god you know the attacks become real and he tries to throw you off track the distractions become become amplified do you know what i'm saying and and that's that's what happens that's why everything is not all good you know what i'm saying right. it's a it's a it's a daily battle right it's mental warfare on a daily and we need this release valve right because the the world's the world's a crazy place and we need it is to, it is we need to connect and be able to express like you did right to be able to talk about the things that you went through because everyone there's someone out there that has a, has a similar story to you you know not right. being able to express those feelings balling them up and leading them to a path of the more destruction Right. You know, um, so uh, I'll take you again. I, I, I took the I took the show. I just got no, you just got my you just got my juices flowing. Um, <laughs> We're just going to freestyle right now because, like, you know, when you're talking about, um, you know, even even those those hard things, right? And that like things get harder. I'm baptizing um, this kid tomorrow, right? This is a, a kid that I watched grow up in high school. He just he's been out of high school for two years. But he was on this journey of pursuing God. So we we had a little one-on-one yesterday. And I told him, I said, look, man, I'm going to be honest with you. You're making the best decision of your life. But it's about to get super harder. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, you know, when you live life anticipating that that it's going to get harder, but you have this hope, you know, in Christ. You have this hope of a God that's really intentional about walking with you through those storms then you can walk with peace. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it's like when you anticipate that this, the life could go south, but you have hope and trust, you know, in a God that says he'll never leave you nor forsake you. You're not dictated by the fear of what possibly could happen, but what could God do through me through, through what does happen? Mm-hmm. You feel me? So like, yeah. like, you know, the suffering of this time is nothing compared to the glory that will be revealed, which, which tells me. Yes. Suffering. Suffering produces something that nothing else can. Yeah, you know, tr- trials oh, and tribulations is 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 the refining work that God uses as we trust Him and we tap into our faith because faith not tested is faith that can't be trusted. Yeah. So you need to be tested. Woo! You need to say the that trial. again. Say that again. Faith that not te- faith not tested is faith that can't be trusted. Yes, faith you know? not tested. I you, love that. You can tell that. a person's you can tell a person's walk with God when they hit rock bottom or when they're facing trials, when they're facing somebody that just died, or they're facing bad news from a doctor. It's because out of the overflow of your heart, your mouth speaks. Out of out yes. of what you put in, you're going to project, right? So if you have Christ and you got his word, you got his promises, you got his affirmations, you got his word that is is literally the the, the thing that you combat everything that you face in life what you think happens that, that that when life does throw you some curveballs and you don't respond with what you know in God's truth it just reveals that you were never in it mm-hmm. right so i try to tell people like you can you can tell a lot about a person's journey by when they hit you know when they face trials it shows and reveals where their heart was in the first place yeah so yeah. i try to encourage people like like i i'm not about you know i'm very active on my social media because I want to, pe- I want people to follow my journey. You guys were able to kind of, you know, look into who I was. But let's be honest, man. Like character is who you are when nobody's watching. Yeah. Because my, 
my 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 family, my immediate family, my wife and kids, if they can't say better things about me than what I'm posting, yeah, all that's all that's a front. Ooh, oh my oh, goodness, Barry. All that's, you just all keep... that's a it's a movie, my, bro. Man, that and, was probably and, and one that's, of the... <laughs> and that's, that's literally that was literally in my blog uh in my blog post called The Mud. Right. Mm. And it's about all like all the things, the factors that keep us stuck in that cycle. And, and and that was one of them. Social media, the, the facade of social media and everyone posting all of this, this image that we're all no, great. No. You know, we're all having this That's merry true, life right. and everyone is falling in to that facade and and the, everybody the starts toxic. comparing themselves to that they, when yeah. that's all that they see and they see all that happiness and all that type of stuff man they, they fall they, into they the trap that that's just how it is all the time for everybody right but not everybody is always living that life like you said barry and that i think that is so so important what you just said about your family being able to say better things about you than what you're putting out there because i mean that that's really what it's all about you can remove social media right. and all those other things out of your life but it's your immediate family, the ones that you surround yourself with, right. uh, that are really going to define who you are. Yeah. And um, that 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 what you just said, man that that gave me chills. Oh my goodness! I wish the whole world could hear that. Oh my goodness! And they I can't will. Wait. There's going to be a day. There's going to be a day where the world hears that, Barry, because that's that's huge, man. And and I want to go back to you know to talking about the trials and tribulations because again, it's it's, it's there's two teams, right? You know, you play, you're either playing for God or you're not, you know, you're playing for the yeah. other side and yeah. it's opposition always. And God will let you go through those trials, right? Just so you can, so your faith is tested. So yeah. he knows that you're rocking with him. The enemy is always going to attack and it's yeah. the, and it's the, and it's his, and his job, not his job, but he wants you to, to, mm -hmm. to stray away from God. He wants you to go do something crazy, to be in your emotions and, and to act out of character and to be, yep. you know, it, to, you know, to do something that's, you know, out of pocket or to something that is not something that God would, would, that would wants for you. Well, you know the enemy is going to give you what you want. God is going to get you, give you what you need. Yep. Absolutely. And enemy slick. He's, he's too he's, slick. He's, he, he's very conniving. You know, he, he, he starts off small, you know, he yeah. tells you, you know, just start off a little bit here, you know, nobody will see. And then you get deep into it, you realize, uh, you know, this. I, I, I speak this truth to my church, right? Anytime I preach, if I'm slipping, like this is, this is my way of calling myself out because I know as a pastor, there's a passage that scares, man, that scares me, right? It says, by now, um, or, or not everybody should become teachers because teachers will be, judge that on, on a higher standard meaning that you know as teachers and ministers like we have a role to 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 preach the word of god but to to not compromise not by basically only teaching but by how we live our lives right yeah it's by so, demonstra so, yeah. demonstration so i'm very cautious on standing up before people about to give them a word if i slipped up yeah right so so i I own up to this, you know, and I'm able to confess to my church. And sometimes I'm I'm scared. I'm like, I hope man, people are probably gonna walk out on me. But Ooh, like chills. I don't but, think I've ever heard a pastor doing that. Continue, uh, please. And, and 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 my you know, my mentor, Pastor Jeff Harris, was was a was a G at really letting people know, hey, I'm messing up. Um, I'm about to preach this word, but I can't preach it without confessing it. And so it, it he <sighs> modeled for heavy. me humility because yeah. mm -hmm. I'm able to preach with peace knowing that I have 
this word for the people without the guilt of of of, of not being able to 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 preach with the freedom knowing that hey I'm gonna lay it lay it all out you know and so Ow, our hearts goodness. our hearts need to be honest. But the devil and wants that's it. the key right there. You know, honesty, yeah. honesty with yourself. Yes, right? yeah. a, a, a oh lot of goodness. people. And, and Kyle and I talked about this before, too, especially in the area that we grew up in, the same area that you grew up too, right? Um, the egos that were flying around over there and, and it wasn't cool to to open up in, in certain ways. So we kind of had to have that that uh, that wall up, that protective wall to keep us from being vulnerable, right? Because again, it wasn't cool to do that, right? Mm. So a lot of us are growing up with that false identity of who we were trying to be and in de complete denial of really who we are in our core. And mm. some people, when they get to that position, you know, that you were in, um, they, they, they get to that fork in that road and then they settle in to the other side of it. Well, here I am. Uh, I got myself in this position or they're in denial about how they got into that position, but they, they, they settle into it as opposed to like doing what you did and, and just kind of resorting back to what feels right, what is good. And, yeah. you know, kind of asking yourself, how did I get here and what can I do to get out of here? And, um, you know, I, I, I it, it, it's... Go ahead. Because you're you're modeling when you do that, right? And because because a part of it is, is confession, right? Or where I love the passage that says, you know, uh, confess your sins one to another, right? And pray mm. for one another. Yeah. Um, and so because you will be healed, right? The healing, the part of the healing process is confession and really revealing the things that we struggle with, right? But when we exactly. hide those things, you can't you can't heal what you don't reveal. Yeah. And so I think I think it's really a a a, a practice that is really uh, intentionally uh, practicing confession, but honestly, it's modeling for those that you're 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 mentoring and you're teaching that this is how you do it. Yeah. Because because if you don't model confession, you don't model transparency. Yeah. Then you're no, you're actually normalizing normalizing um, hiding hiding your fears, hiding your your baggage. You know, exactly. Like unintentionally. Right. Yeah. Because, well, that's the issue from our parents generation to us. Right. Because, you know, right. that's the, that's what they were taught is to keep all those emotions and everything that they have going on inside. And right. that related to us. So, you know, when we're young, growing up into going into those those uh, those times of trying to figure out who we are, like right. you just said, you know, we're keeping a lot of that stuff suppressed and in, inside and we're not uh, we're not addressing the elephant in the room right. of, uh, of what we have going on inside. And that could be a dangerous right. thing if you go through getting to being an adult without addressing those issues from when you were a child. Right. Uh, right. I have to, I have to say something. This is another example of how, how great God is, man. And Barry, I hope you have like an, an online sermon that you're doing because mm. uh, you're going to be my new pastor. And this is why, you know, I'd be, I'd be, you laughing, but, but, but seriously, ever Let's since. Let's go. You know, hey, I'm, did I'm, we just become best, best friends? Hey, yo, really, but hey, <laughs> like, listen, but that's how God works, man. And I was just telling on, Sean earlier, I was just telling Sean earlier, especially, yeah, you know, yeah. like I said, when you're going, when you, when you're rocking with God, you know, your, your circle, your circle gets smaller, right? He starts removing certain people from, from your circle, you know, yep. in, in your protection, but me knowing that all of us are sinners, that people are sinners, even pastors being sinners, I've always mm. had not a fear, but I've always had a, a, a mistrust of going to church. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's yep. I, I, I why I haven't, I haven't gone to church in a long time because yep. I have a problem with 
pastors and knowing that pastors have inter- have deal with demons too. Pastors yeah. mess up too. They make mistakes. And right. then like they're on that they're on that 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 they're on that stage. They're preaching the word, but they're not like you said modeling it at the same time. And for me, that's foul, right? And so for you to be able to go up there and be able to confess to show the people that you're preaching that you're human that's just yeah. that's that's you just i mean that's it right there that's the ultimate connection right there because well, that, you're revealing like you said, to yourself Kyle, that humility right yeah. yeah like well like you said you had that that um that insecurity with yourself feeling like you weren't good enough to yeah. pursue a relationship with god Little did you know that you have pastors out there that didn't even live that life. The first, you know, like Barry, the first half of his life wasn't even living like that. Yeah, and yeah. he was able to find that relationship and then pursue it. I don't think a lot of people realize that, like you just said, Kyle, how human pastors really are. And yeah. the life that everyone they... everyone is. Exactly. Everyone is. And I think we forget yeah. that sometimes. We hold certain people on pedestals. And, and we shouldn't uh, and we shouldn't and that's and that's the and that's the that's the destruction not the destruction but that's the poison in society today is because there's a lot of idolatry right there's a lot of envy and people putting pe- others on pedestals when they're all yep. human right when we start yeah. once we start and get it, once we can figure it out and have that awareness and become aware of the fact that God has a purpose for us then we can stop worrying about other what other people are doing do you right. know what I'm saying? Right. Says now we're like, okay, well, like everything in the world is of God, and 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 there's God put wealth in the earth for all of His people. So we all have a piece of the cake. We all have a piece of the cake, but it's the enemy that is distracting us from getting there. And I was listening to something uh, earlier. Myron Golden is his name, mm. and and he was saying that Satan knows that your he can't block your blessings, but he can just mm. distract you from them. And oh, our world man. is distracted. Come on, right? Bro. You know what I'm Dude, saying? The world is distracted from the path that God has for us, and that's why a lot of us are in this mental funk. When you say yeah. something, when you when you meet people, and they're like, "How's your day?" It's always hanging in there. You know what I'm saying? Because right. we haven't figured out that God has purpose for us. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and, the, and go ahead. The the word the word is is empathy, right? For me, because you know you can really you know for me I, I'm a leadership coach, right? And the 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 way that I can get people to really like, you know, develop, right. You know, as I'm discipling people or I'm helping people with leadership um, is the goal is for them to develop. And you want to see that transition and it starts, you know, it starts here, but you want to, you want to model them as their, as an apprentice of yours through your actions and through, you know, what you communicate to them through the word of God, but you're modeling it. Right. But it's empathy. How do you, you know, I, I believe in transformation through immersion, which Christ immersed himself in community. And he was in the sanctuaries about 10% throughout scripture. And the times that he was in the synagogues, he was challenging, he was checking these fools. You know what I mean? He was he was challenging religious leaders that had the mind of, of scripture, but didn't have the lifestyle. Mm. And so for me, it was, it was like, okay, um, in order for me to really help people grow, disciple them, is I had to immerse myself into their lives, sharing mine, practicing empathy so they can yeah. relate, so we can be a bridge, so there's no... Building that trust. Build the, the trust. Build the trust. Build bridge of trust, yeah. I make mistakes too. I'm not perfect. 
So the best way that I can help you grow is is don't put me on no pedestal or knock that thing down quick. You yeah. know, because because the moment you do that, you you there's there's a, a slight that's why, you know, pastors gotta be careful with idolatry because you know when when you're the one that people go to, you're the one people call, you're the one that people seek answers for. Man, if you're not guarding your heart, that stuff can be extremely um, damaging to your heart because you 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 kind of pride over that position, mm-hmm. right? But but that's what Jesus says. In order to become great, one must become a servant. So it's humility to be a servant and have a posture of you know I'm always going to serve people. I'm always going to you know uh, humble myself and, and not yeah. ever. Uh, a look at myself is higher than anyone. Exactly. I will help you grow best when I can meet you where you're at, but also reveal like in order to be fully loved, you must be fully known. So when I share the deep parts of me, it, uh, it allows me to empathize with the reality that you might be facing the same and that you, you need that transparency in order to see, okay, yeah. well, how did you get through it? Yeah. It's, it's, okay. You're show me. Yeah. You're literally opening the bridge right for that connection and that's right. how the bridges of uh, the bridge of connection is formed is right. by being able to be vulnerable with somebody being able that's to it. be like okay well because the other person on the other side is like okay well oh okay well i might be a little safe he's sharing something that's personal right he's certain he's sharing something that he wouldn't normally share with the world and he's sharing it with me you know what yep. I'm saying? And so it, it it creates that level of trust to where, okay, yep. well, now I can, I can let out, now I can release, right. now I can express what's going on with me. Because there's common ground, right? There's, there's yeah. empathy and like, okay, so you're like me too. I say, bro, you know, when I teach um, on emotional intelligence, right? And, and part of my, my curriculum when I'm teaching about uh, emotional intelligence, what emotional intelligence is, is your capacity to understand your emotions in, in order to manage them. Mm. And, but it also is your capacity to manage interpersonal relationships with that knowledge yeah. and, to move, and to move people in the de- desired direction. So the five key components of emotional intelligence is self-awareness, uh, self-regulation, motivation, empathy, and social skills. So as a pastor, I, I use that as a father. I use that as a husband. I use that as a pastor, as a leadership coach, as you know, working with my financial team. But but it's it's being able to understand my emotions in order to manage them in real time, right? Yeah. So so mm-hmm. the more I can understand that God is is I'm created in the image of God and He has built me to have these different emotions. And oftentimes we let our emotions get the best of us. Mm-hmm. But the one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit is self control. So we're called to manage those emotions and to really guide our steps through the word of God, which is how we operate. And then it gives you the empathy to understand that everyone's emotional makeup and their EQ, their emotional intelligence is different. It's at different levels. Some people are Man. unaware. Oh, Some people are unaware of their that. emotions. Yeah, go ahead. Whoa, come on, bring it. Hey. Whoo. Hey. The spirit <laughs> is here, man. Yo. I man. The, what what you say about that is because I was telling I was I'm sure I was telling Sean about this and, and this is why people need to take judgment you know out, out of their their profile I would say I mean everyone's going to be opinionated uh, but yes. you know you got to be careful what comes out your mouth because it comes from the heart but right. I'm everyone look you said has their own EQ right their own emotional mm-hmm. bandwidth 
Yeah. Right. So what we go through in our experiences is what we're dealing with. And it's our mm-hmm. it's our emotions that we have to deal with and nobody else. Only right. the only the only other person that can deal with it is God. Right. And so we as people need to stop judging people for how they feel in their emotional state because it's theirs. They're mm-hmm. entitled to those emotional feelings. Obviously, we need to be able to re- regulate them. But it's that yeah. empathy that we need to have to try and understand, OK, well, what are they going through? They're going something and it's for real. They're actually having these feelings. You yeah, know what I'm based saying? Regardless of their lifelong experiences. Right. Exactly. You know, regardless of how stupid how stupid you may think it is or how right. or how simple you may think it is to them, it might be bigger than what it is because of how whatever whatever trauma that we had. But right? that's the importance of like Barry said, you know, putting yourself out there and, and being honest and being um, you know, true with your intentions and what you what you're doing mm-hmm. and, and what you're opening up about. Because again, you know, if you're if you're not putting yourself out there uh, to somebody that needs that connection, you know, they're going to pick up on that and they'll shut down, you know. Yeah. So if you're able to at least take that first step, because, you know, a lot of people, mm. they're, they're bitter, they're cold out there, you know, they, they don't really, they're they hurt. haven't, they're hurt, the you know, they're, hurt. their um, emotional uh, intelligence isn't quite as high, right? Yeah. And um, they, they need that little bit of a baby step to get towards that bridge that that's being created. Right. And by doing that. Um, by opening ourselves up is that's what's going to help people do that. Right. And, and you know, your IQ is your uh, academic intelligence, right? EQ yeah. is your emotional intelligence. And we understand that we, you know, we operate based off what we know and how we feel, right? But when you get those two in line, right, where yeah. you're, you're managing what you consume in terms of growing intellectually, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're, you know, out of, like I said earlier, out of your overflow of your heart, your mouth speaks. So the things you watch, the things you listen to, the, the mm-hmm. people you expose yourself to, the spaces. Yeah. Show me exactly. your five friends and I'll show you your future, right? When you're when you're exposing yourself voluntarily to, to, to people that are far ahead of you, right? So like my 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 main five people I keep around me are way more successful than I am, but I need mm-hmm. those people to, to really help me get to where I want to get, right? But yeah. but it's just like when when you're managing what you're consuming but then you're developing a high EQ so that, you know, you understand that, man, all the choices I make are driven by my emotions. But when I can regulate them, yo, bro, yo, you become, you, hey, bro, yo, you become a force in this community, man. Yo, hey, Barry, <laughs> yo, listen, I mean, this oh, is just, uh, this is another situation of, of, of God just solidifying my path because everything you were speaking I of love is, you, is, Kyle. It, I love you too <laughs> I love Barry. Hey, look. <laughs> what you're what you're speaking about is in my blog the mud and I had this like uh this thought and this was months ago and uh I'm gonna put it I'm gonna make sure I put it in, in the right words yes. but your thoughts your decisions uh your decisions are derived from your thoughts Right. Yes, your actions, yes. your actions are a, a direct are direct result of Come your on. thoughts. You Come know on. what I'm saying? So if your emotions, if you don't regulate your emotions and you let them regulate your thoughts, Come on, then those bro. actions, those actions that you're putting out are going to be destructive, could lead you down a destructive path. And I'm not even saying it the way that I want to say it. But yeah. what you said is exactly no, what I was it. trying to say. <laughs> in my blog because i had it i had it like almost had it like like a 
like a formula of like because it's like a little it's a cycle you know you're, it's I all connected it. i want to see you know it. what i'm saying your, your emotions are connected to your thoughts and your thoughts are connected to your decisions and decisions yeah. your actions are a direct result of them uh, your actions are direct direct result from your decisions and so we have to be yeah. mindful of emotions self-awareness exactly yep. So yep. we have to be mindful of our thoughts. Like you said, in the heat of the fire too, man. Because yeah. it, like you're saying, sorry to cut you off, Kyle. Not yeah, if you're good. not mindful of your thoughts and you let that start to snowball, man, get ahead of you, get the best of you. Yeah. And again, as, as fathers, you know, when we have little ones around watching us and how we deal with things, that's how they're picking up on that. And then they take that on saying, all right, that's how I deal with things. That's how I respond to things. Heavy. That's that generational trauma that we were talking about before, right? Yeah. And Kyle, we've said this on here before, it, it, you know, um, with Justin too, actually being um, in control of what you are consuming, not just with food, but the mm. content that you put in, the conversations that mm. you're having, the Come people on, that man. you're surrounding yourself and that's, with, right? And, and, and that's heavy, what you said right there, Sean, because a lot of people Spirit. don't understand that it's spiritual warfare. Mental warfare is, is almost a global term but everyone spiritual warfare oh, yeah. is a deeper is a deeper we meaning and it, 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 it starts in your mind and that's where the enemy get, that's where the enemy is slick that's where he attacks you that, right? well, that's where he's chilling right because yeah, he's he's just your waiting, mind is not your friend especially and, when and you're he's left just by yourself. waiting for it's your heart what, that you need to follow exactly mm -hmm. And he's just waiting for that type of material to to stir you up and that's why I don't watch uh, I don't watch too many horror films anymore mm. like I don't I don't I don't really just watch negative I, content. but it's well, for me, uh, I, I stem from the fact that there's there's some history between, you know, if we're, if we're talking about all the other genres of movies, action comedies and like, you know, the, you know, the heist and whatever the case is, there's always some type of truth to some story, right? It, whoever's producing it is producing it with some type of energy, right? That thought so came from somewhere. It came, the thought came that they were having. Exactly, right? Mm. And so... It's like what you're consuming, right? It may be fake on TV, but it is all—it's all energy. Yeah, it's all yeah. very well, real. Exactly, and, and you know I've talked I'm about saying? that it's, before too, man. Being um, ju not just the things that you watch, but the things that you say too. Talking negatively about yourself or people around you and stuff like that. Your subconscious doesn't know any different, and it's just picking up on that negative, you know, whatever it is. So yeah, if you're watching negative movies or having negative conversations, talking to yourself negatively or whatever it is, it's just negative, negative, negative. That's what you're going to put. That's what you're putting out there. That's what you're going to get back. Yeah. So if you're putting in positive content, having positive conversations, being around positive people, doing <laughs> positive things, you're going to get positive results, right? Yeah, I love, and I love, that's I love and that's, and that's too. And that's, I haven't wrote my next blog yet, <laughs> but that's reciprocated energy right there. Yeah, exactly. It's another, AKA karma. And it, the karma, the whole world is so much, it's so, the word is so much deeper than what people use it as, right? They're like, oh, if you do that, it's going to, it's going to be karma, right? But karma is everything. It's the, it's the energy it's good that too. you're putting it's out. The, yeah. yeah. It's the you energy that you're putting back into yep. the world. Living that it, law of attraction. Exactly. It's, it's. It's energy reciprocation within your relationships, with yep. your energy, with yourself. Do you know what I'm yep. saying? And well, that's where it like, starts. That's exactly. where it starts. You have that positive relationship with yourself. I mean, if you're being mm. negative towards yourself, putting in negative content, doing negative things, how are you going to be positive for other people? You're, right. you're not going to be, you know, you're going to have exactly. that negative and, baseline. Yeah. And that, and for you, like, and for you to go back and what you were talking about, Barry, uh, with being a model. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're getting up preaching the word and not living by the word, that's hypocrisy. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, how are you? And people will pick up on that negative energy. Like, too. And, and even for me, like me wanting to be a helper and, 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 and be, you know, a leader and change people's mindset. I have to change mine first. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I got to I got to change mine first. I can't be telling other people, well, this is what you got to do, this, this and that in order to be successful or to, to, to be able to be on your path when I'm not doing those same things to be mm-hmm. on the path that God has for me. So yep. it's like you said, Barry, is just showing that as being that example, that model for people that can follow. OK, well, he did it. He's doing it. You know what I'm yep. saying? He's he's already led that path for to be able to follow. If there's no path to lead, you're leading them astray. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it's, it's important to to continue to you know, to yep. act on what we're actively trying to preach. I got my boy uh, Brett in the next room and he, you know, he made me, it made me think about something he told me, you know, you know, ever since, you know, I started a youth ministry, he asked me this question about legacy. Right. Um, and, and that, that question changed everything. Um, and it changed the way that I, that I learned, right. The things that I was consuming because my choices you know, are derived from my, from my thoughts, what I'm consuming. So, you know, you know, my legacy literally started to to unfold as I was intentional about what I was depositing in my heart, exposing (laughs) myself to, but you sow a, you sow a thought, you reap an action. You sow an action, you reap a habit. You sow a habit, you reap a character. You sow a character, you reap your destiny. So when you decide to choose wisely, the things that you, you you're retaining and the, the the people you're around, the books you're reading, oh the podcasts, Preach. you start to uh, proactively step into action, and then consistently, right? It, it, it's the power of uh, repetition, the power of reps, the power of yes. consistency. The sub- you're like repping, rewiring. Yes, you're, you're rewiring. It, yep. You're repping the subconscious. I'm so glad I was able. I got that able to say that because this yep. is all on time coming, and this is oh my goodness. I'm just feeling <laughs> so grateful right now, man. Like this, on, man. you're just you're just spitting it. You're spitting it out because it's it's repping the subconscious, right? Your body, your your body is the subconscious. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We get into the gym, we rep it out so our body knows it. So our body knows it better than our mind does. And I right. want to go back to what you were saying about what you're actively putting in. Because today, you know, the, when I'm actually it was yesterday, I was driving to Carl's Jr. yesterday. And it was, it's about a 25 minute drive because it's kind of far. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of Carl's Jr., I used to go to Carl's Jr. with Isaiah, like back in high school, a few times. He used to take me, to take me and Nate to Carl's Jr. up the street. But anyways, uh, I was going to Carl's Jr. I just had my thoughts, and when you when you have your thoughts to yourself, it, and it could be it can be a dangerous place at some time, sometimes. And so you're like, you know what? I'm just gonna start. I'm just gonna start occupying that that time, that mental time space with something that's going to be fruitful for my future something that's going to be educating to my mind something that's going to be motivating to uh you know uh, something that's going to be that's going to lead you know to my purpose you know yep. versus getting being distracting you <laughs> you said it distractions yep. right because the yep. distractions yep. are what are what keep you keep you stuck Mm-hmm. Right. So if you're like you said, if you're constantly if you unfocused on the goal, unfocused. And so exactly. So what you're watching, like if you're not watching something that's stimulating, that's purposeful, you're going to mm. be watching something that's wasteful. You know what I'm saying? And then it's going to be either 
you know, unproductive to your future or it's going to be dragging you somewhere you don't need to be, mm-hmm. right? So either oh, yeah. way, it's going to be working backwards because it's distraction to your production, right? And I was talking to my spiritual mentor earlier today mm-hmm. and I was, we were talking about the pressures I had about, you know what I'm saying? Like a, a certain amount of money that I need to make. And he's like, you know what I'm saying? Don't get involved with like, you know, you know, in performance, you know what I'm saying? Stick with God and stuff like that. And it, it allowed me, you know, uh, to dial back and, you know, to, to think about, you know, the task at hand and I'm like going off on tangents and losing my train of thought. Um, shoot. <laughs> but, uh, um, no, no, I lost my train of thought. I lost my train of thought. You guys have me going. Um, but yeah, uh, the distractions, the distractions that, that, that prevent us from being our, our best selves. And yeah. even today I just kept on watching while I watching the people that are motivating to me, Myron Golden and some others that uh, that God has showed me, and mm-hmm. it's allowed me to be more productive to what I'm trying to do versus, you know, because sometimes I wake up in the morning lost. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's time wasted, right? Right. Mm-hmm. That's because that's um, that's a distraction from what I'm supposed to be doing, and that's the enemy, yep. right? And so, yeah. like, that's basically like that energy, like you said, because you're either helping yourself, you're either doing yeah. it to you, or you're, or, you're, or you're doing it for you. Right. And so bro, it's just that being aware. Go ahead, bro. I, I saw uh, something earlier this week that there's like 10 versions, future versions of yourself. But that is determined by how you respond today. Right. So like there's there's a there's a there's a, you know, 10 years from now, there's a there's a berry that if I don't do certain things, that's the yeah, I believe that and, 1000%. Then, and, and, and there's a yeah. very like, like, if I look back at 10 years, um, 10 years ago, and I'm because I'm looking at my life now, man, I trip out because like, even even I got to scratch my head and like, wonder, like, how did I get here? I'm a pastor. I'm working for <laughs> this elite financial team. I'm speak getting paid to speak at schools. I'm like, and I and I and I made a goal ten years ago to get paid to speak, right? And and that happened through through my you know just devotion to making sure that I was gonna always get better get better at, at doing this. But but there's there's four stages of learning. I don't know if you guys have, have ever learned this, but but this is the beauty of like making sure that the berry ten years from now is gonna be one that I'm proud of. Because yeah. I know he's cheering me on, right? Because yeah. because if I can speak to ten years ago, I'll be like, bro, keep pushing, bro. I'm gonna be so proud yeah. of you, right? But like, yeah, yeah. The four stages of learning, right, is the first stage of learning in any field, right? If it's leadership, if it's you know fixing the car, right? It starts off with unconscious incompetence. You don't know what you don't know, right? Like when I wasn't pursuing leadership, I didn't know about leadership. So I just, I didn't know what I didn't know. But the second stage is when I started to learn where it became conscience incompetence. I was now aware of the things that I know because mm-hmm. I'm learning. I'm, ex- I'm, I'm exposing myself to to podcasts and, and, and John Maxwell and Simon Sinek, right? And Francis Chan, I'm exposing Awareness myself and knowledge, to, to yes. Leaders, right? And then you you start to develop you know a, a knowledge conscious of it, competence. conscious competence where now you're making conscious effort to develop not only based off what you know but you're putting those things that you're learning into practice. I'm now saying yes to speaking engagements. I'm not saying yes when they're asking if I can preach on this Sunday. So like now there's conscious competence, but then you do that ten thousand hours, it becomes unconscious competence. 
mm-hmm. right? Where you're you unconscious. Your, you you mastered it. You yep. mastered it. You're not, you you're not thinking it. no more. But like, exactly. like you just said, right? You, your body knows it, but your, your body, body knows, knows it better than your mind does. You don't right? got to think then, about it. And that's transformation. You have now become the person that, that you've wanted to, to, to become because you, you were disciplined and you're, you're patient with yourself, but you made the effort to, to stay, stay the course. Cause there's go back to uh, the distractions. There are a lot of distractions that is going to prevent us from becoming the best version of ourselves, Right. Oh, but you have goodness. to, di- you have to dial it in. You have to know my, my, it's my, my boy said this uh, uh, on a podcast that I just posted on my story. And he talked about, um, his, his his whole goal is like it's it's his great 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 grandkids, right? It's the 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 legacy he lives that that leaves today that's going to affect those kids he'll never meet, right? And that that mm-hmm. speaks volumes on heavy. the the intention intentionality of what you're doing today to make sure that you're constantly developing and growing as a as a person. Right, man, mm-hmm. and and me and Sean had a brief conversation about that earlier, because you're constantly learning, right? There's always something to learn. You know, there's there's always. a billion, seven billion people in the world with seven billion different minds and all the creations mm. created in God's image, right? So there's yeah. you know seven di- seven at least seven billion different ideas that oh. we can be learning from, right? And so it's like you said, it's it's the constant, it's the constant personal like trying to to indulge in personal development and, and continuing to get better on a on a daily basis because there's no cap to really how much how much you no can learn. Cap. I mean my That's kids, it. I'm learning from my kids. Yeah, no cap. I'm learning from no cap. Well, no exactly. Pun and I was just talking kids. about that on my last episode too, that um being able to have that mindset to to realize that you can learn from everybody, including your own kids. Because you know, a lot of times, you know, as adults we get caught up in the fact that because we've been around longer, we've experienced more, you know, we we know better and that therefore we know what's right and we know what's wrong and you know, we, we tend to uh push that on on our kids and again that goes back to that generational trauma that we were dealing with but it's uh part of that that self-awareness to to realize that um that you have people watching you and and uh you you gotta like i lost my train of thought but the self-awareness to know that that um your actions matter and yep. not just with those around you, but for yourself as well. And, and, yeah. and, you know, if you're having those negative thoughts and you're acting off of those negative thoughts, it's just a recipe for disaster. Bro, and I love that you, you pointed that out because um, how do we find the light in each person, right? Like, yeah. so every Saturday um, I, I get to serve breakfast. I, we just had the men uh, from my church come and support us this morning. But this is a ministry that we started two years ago. But every single Saturday, man, if y'all want to join, man, slide through. Um, we cook breakfast at my mom's, and then we take it. We hit the streets. We prepare a table, and we, we, you know, we got a community out there that are waiting for us to show up. We get to meet them right where they're at. But, you know, oftentimes we get, you know, people be like, hey, can I get some community service hours? Um, we'd love to come help. And in the early stages of my ministry of doing this, I was like, yeah, just show up, you know. Um, But I'm like really overprotective of this community because I know them personally. So 
like I start to be more aware of the intentions of others when they're stepping in, stepping but foot you, in the room. But you got that's but you have to, right? Because yeah, so this is go ahead. No, but the point I was trying to make is that, you know, um what what started off as us showing up to do a good thing and to obey scripture, to love our neighbors ourselves, to love the least of these. Um, initially we were doing it in obedience, trying to trying to do the right thing. But but God is a truth because what ends up happening as you're stepping in and, and finding the light in each person is that you're developing um, this type of empathy where you're meeting people where they're at, but they're actually changing the way you see yourself because you're learning more from them than you thought that you were going to even give. Yeah. So so there's 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 That's common right. there's common ground. There's like there's there's, there's there's mutual respect. There's this understanding that yeah. I'm, I'm coming and I'm bringing food, but the way that you change my life and making me see um, love and compassion and generosity through the lens of this table is something I can't even I can't I can't repay you for that. There's no value. There's no there's no monetary gift or money that can that 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 will out like weigh the amount of of transformation and character that I've developed from that. So it's mm. finding the light in each person. It's Meeting with the high school kid who's struggling and realizing, yeah, I'm a mentor you, but in the process, let me let you know that I, I have a lot to learn from you too, right? So when, oh, when you, you step, that's a great way to build a bridge. Bro, yeah. when you step into people's lives, not thinking that you're above them and that you are, you know, far more educated or you're far ahead because of your position, like, like, you know, leadership is is not it, it's not based on titles. Right. It's, it's based on it's based off influence. So when a, a person can influence your, your, your you to do do to do good. Right. Like that. That goes like you said, Sean, like, you know, my kids have taught me more in the, in the early stages of parenting. I thought I was doing all the, you know, giving advice and teaching and all the counseling. Bro, I learned more from my kids than I learned in school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because like, they were teaching me the, the valuable lessons of like listening, right? And paying attention to, exactly. to, to the details of the things that they care about. Time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, especially. Time in the world is huge. Because I always right? say kids are, re- rep- are a direct mm. representation of time. Yes, mm-hmm. man. And so, like, our kids have taught us so much. I'm grateful for my four kids. Kiara, Evangelia, Kalina, and Ezekiel, they are changing my life, and I'm constantly a student of them because yeah. mm-hmm. of, of just the, the ways that they taught me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, and I'm glad we brought that back because I, I did lose my train of thought on it. But, yeah, being able to learn from, um, from our kids because, again, you know, being a dad, I'm learning how to be a dad from my kids. <laughs> And you took it right out of my mouth, man. Go ahead. Yeah. Come on, come <laughs> no, well, that's what I was saying earlier, right? And uh, but you know, again, I came into this this whole situation of being a dad. Uh, I was a stepfather first, right? And I, and I felt like I had that that down pretty good. But when my daughter came into this world, man, I'm telling you, she she turned it upside down, or she turned it right side up, I should say. Um, because I was, I was upside down before. And again, being able to have that open mind to realize that I can learn just as much, if not more from these little ones, um, that, that was a huge step in my, my own little personal growth, you know? Yeah. And if uh, everybody has that mindset towards everybody, 
that yep, you can man. learn from anybody at any given time. And, uh, and yeah. I love that. And that's been, that's almost been like the phrase of the month. Love and that. I was talking to a buddy of mine who's younger than me. And, uh, you know, he was having a battle of, you know, his superiors. And, you know, there's a verse in it. And I can't, I can't recall the verse. I think it's like 1 Corinthians something. I'll have to look back and I got to do more, be better at studying all my scriptures because there's been so many scriptures that I've come across and that that been have been that been that have come up in conversation yeah but the fact that you can learn from anybody and i told him because he's like like i'm not he's like 23 or 24 or something like that and i told him like you know you can learn from anybody like you know what i'm saying and in in the, in the scripture it says you're you're a fool not to be open to have open ears you know to mm -hmm. everyone that is to anyone and everyone you mm -hmm. know and saying it says not not to let not to be discouraged by people uh, don't not to be discouraged because of your age, you know. Because if yeah, you have knowledge, Timothy. If, yeah. Oh, if don't, that, yeah. don't neglect your youth. Paul's yeah. speaking, to, yeah, to to you know the young people in the church. Yeah, because everyone yeah. has knowledge, and if you're and if you're not open to learning, you're you're restricting yourself from growth. Mm. You know, and that's even that, and that goes for anybody that's even if they're younger than you or whoever, especially our kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we got to be there's a lot of people that, that are really prideful when there's somebody younger spitting knowledge on them. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? It's like, oh, well, you're younger than me. What do you know? But again, yeah. there's something there's experience. Everyone has experience. Right. And experience yeah. is knowledge. And so there you have something to learn from everyone. Yeah, amen. absolutely. That's it. But uh, we are running short on time. Um, man, we got to run Barry, this back, though, man. Yeah, oh, man, we have <laughs> yeah, to. Oh, man, man. We have to. And the juices are just flowing. Uh, Barry, before we get off, man, if there's yep. anybody that you can, any advice, uh, words of wisdom that you can give uh, to the people out there in the world that are struggling to find that light, do you know what I'm saying? What advice would you give them? Yeah, man. Um there's there's a, a God that loves us so much, right? And, you know, we don't know that we need God until we realize that we are sinful. Right? So, <laughs> yeah, man, you don't got to you don't got to, you know, look too far to, to look at this world and, and why it's so crazy. And, and, and we look at our human nature and the condition of our hearts like we're wicked, you know, but yeah, um, God the body is wants rich. what it wants. Right, we're, we we live in the flesh, but that was that was never God's plan, right? And so, exactly, you know, but God is rich in mercy, and you know that He loved us so much that He sent His only Son to lay down His life on our behalf, yeah. and 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 His love is displayed through through Christ on the cross. But my sin and your sin and the sins of the world was so bad that the only means to 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 provide us with the atoning uh, salvation that he, he gives us with was through his son, which reveals the magnitude of his love. Yeah. And so when you can really, uh, man, to anybody who's watching, God loves you so much and he wants a personal relationship with you. Um, it starts with humility and just receiving that love. God will never, um, he will never impose or force his love on us. But he gives us an option to choose. But when we say yes, we will we will not only experience eternal life, but we will experience abundant life here and now. Yeah. And I'm 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 just a conduit of God's grace and love. And so um, I'll finish off by saying that the gratitude is an attitude. 
you know, when when you save somebody out of a burning building, you're not just going to walk out you know, and be like, hey, thanks. Right? No, <laughs> yeah. You're going right. to you're going to drop on your knees and you're going to say, man, like I owe you my life. I yeah. owe you my life by how, you know, and so there is there was a response of gratitude with a loving God that says, hey, Woo! I want to save you, but I hey. don't just save you. I want to I want to use you. I want to man. I want to and, take you to places that only I can, you know, and, and so I, it's, it's relationship. Yeah. And and I, I I hate to cut you off, but um, good. No, but that's no, but that is what uh, that's what God is about. Dang, I'm about to lose my train of thought. I was I didn't want to cut you off, but that's what uh, but that's what God is about in in the relationships that I got it that 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 you have with them. You know, you think about your mom, you think about your parents, you think about your siblings and all of your loved ones, and uh, and and it's not the case for everyone, right? You know, there's a lot of turmoil and a lot of demons in, in, within the household of themselves, right? But you think about your mom, right, or and your parents, and you're connected to them because of what they do for you, the love they had for you, the support, right? Since you were younger, everything that you needed, you go to your mom and she gave you what you needed. And that, mm -hmm. that built a connection and a bond. And that's the message that I've been wanting to get out to the people about God and why. Because I've always been like, man, like... Like I used to believe in Jesus, but like I love God and Jesus so much now because of what He's done for me in my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like you said, like it's like He saved me out of a burning building, and yeah. because of that, I'm 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 grateful. And He's done it time and time after again. And so yeah. now this relationship, it's like, well, this is what God has done for me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and and because He's done it, done it time after time, and it's again my. I have a spiritual relationship with him. It's just like, okay, when I do something bad in the spiritual world, I feel it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like I cheated on God. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's the kind of relationship that I have. And I, uh, my, my prayer to everyone else in, out in the world to get one yeah. too. And that's how real he is. It's what he does for you in your life. You know what I'm saying? That keeps you secure. Like you love your mom. He is the father, right? We're all yeah. children. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead Grat yeah. gratitude is an attitude, man. Yeah. No, that's. I mean, this, this, uh, this episode was a. Um, to say it was a mind blower and an eye opener is an understatement, Barry. I, I mean, want to uh, say thank you um, from the bottom of my heart for everything that you came on here and opened up about. It was. Um, it, it was huge. I cannot wait to go back and watch this episode myself because <laughs> I feel like there was just Say so less. much that I'm like, oh man, Love I was trying man. really hard not to just write shit down. Everything that you were saying, hey, I was you like, know man, what? This hey, is hey, but key, I'm gonna but... have to. I'm gonna, but that's what I'm gonna do next time, and that's and uh, you know what? And and I'm still working on personal development, and uh, it's trusting your gut. You know what I'm saying? And and going with your gut because a lot of times, you know, your gut's connected to the spiritual world, and it's leading you. It's God trying to lead you to the right to the right decisions and the right path. And in the beginning of this, you know, I was just like, man, like I know, I know Barry's gonna have some knowledge, man, to spit, and I should have had my notebook handy. And you know what? It's a learning, a learning experience, right? I'm gonna have my notebook handy because there's some verses that you have spitting knowledge as he was preaching, and, and this is gonna be a part of. I'm gonna be in here like, okay, yeah, like you know. To, to answer your question earlier, Barry, yes, we did just become best friends. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Listen, man, look, I want you guys to know, man. You, I appreciate you both so much, you know, and 
we got a lot of trash being uh, spewed on the social media platforms. And, you know, like when I saw what you guys are talking about, man, I just want to encourage you. Like, bro, you you have my support, but I want to just encourage you both to continue this because the world needs you. You know, there are people in the world that Kyle and Sean can connect with and help uh, and get through uh, uh, some some really dark times. And, and that's that's a powerful thing to understand that, that somebody needs you, Kyle. Somebody needs you, Sean. And the work that you're doing, um, don't take it lightly. You're you're saving people's lives. You know, Look likewise, like Barry. Likewise, yeah, Barry. You know what I'm saying? Because like this, this right here is just all knowledge. You know what I'm saying? This is what God has intended for us to have this knowledge community to bounce ideas off of each other. You know what I'm saying? We're supposed to be unified. We're not supposed to be doing this alone. You know, yeah. to We're build and grow to together. Yep. That's it. Exactly. There's power in community, man. Um, Absolutely. Forget that, bro. Forget a Zoom call. Let's go grab dinner. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, just, let's just uh build community together. Let's, I'm, I'm let's so connect, bond. Thanks for the time, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Uh, before um, we before where, we head where, out, uh, yeah. where can people find you at? Where um where can if people are looking to get involved in the type of stuff that you're doing, um, where can they find you? How can they reach out? Yeah. So um, easiest way to reach me uh, if you go to my Instagram is uh, lowercase Barry B A R R Y underscore ninety seven five, and if you click the link in my bio, it has um, my website and has access to my emails, all my socials, my projects, um, uh, my my financial team, um, the work that I do in the community, my church, uh, and so like yeah, just. That, that's how you can get a hold of me. Um, some of the projects that uh, I got coming up, we are taking the shift conference. And what EFT, EFT is, is the nonprofit I work for uh, where we're teaching financial literacy um, to our, our PI community. Uh, we're trying to change the narrative of, of how people see money. Um, and mm. so I, I bring the, the leadership aspect to our curriculum. And so we're going to be in Hawaii um, August 26th. And then uh, next Saturday, uh, I'm partnering with the uh, the Newark uh, Police Department with the bike rodeo. We get to bless the families with some some bikes. And that 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 is a, a presentation I get to be part of next next Saturday morning at the uh, at the community or at the Silliman Center. Um, but hey, every shout out to the Silliman Center. Yeah, Silliman Center, <laughs> right? That's a spot, you know. And then uh, lastly, uh, I serve. Every Saturday, um, seven o'clock at my mom's house, you can find, just reach out to me if you're interested in serving our community. Um, that's something that it's we beautiful. do that we do every single weekend. And so uh, leadership coach, if you want uh, to get married, I officiate uh, uh, weddings. Um, I do marriage counseling. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, counseling two couples and marrying them in October and November. Um, and also do grief, grief counseling for anyone who's, who's dealing with a loss. Um, so I officiate funerals too, and I, I get to sit with families in their dark times and in their in their victories. So that's that's yeah. me, man. It's a beautiful thing, beautiful thing. You're doing a lot of great things for a lot of great people, man. And uh, I, I again, I appreciate you coming on and opening up oh, about man. all of it. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, yeah, right people of the world, thank you for tapping in. Like like always, please chime in, tap in, comment, share, like. Let us know what you think, you know, try and connect. Hit Barry up if you have some questions, you know, Absolutely. some powerful information. Thank you for watching. Until yeah. next time. Peace. Thanks, everybody.
Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Bye.